All right, everyone. Welcome once more. Let's start this webinar on fleet data integration. Uh, basically, the purpose of the webinar is to see, uh, to, to discuss uh, and share our learnings on data management and various projects which Acumen has been a part of uh, related to uh, fleet-wise acquisitions and how we have proceeded with integrating data uh, metadata and records for various customers. Now, before I begin, uh, just a housekeeping item is that uh, you will see on your top right corner an arrow. If you click on that, it will give you an option for chat and asking questions. You can use that to type questions uh, which uh, or comments, which I'll try to address at the end of the presentation uh, on the event interaction page, I believe. And uh, moving forward, uh, before we go to the next slide and discuss more detail, the purpose and the rest of the presentation, the webinar, uh, to give a little introduction about myself, uh, I'm the CEO and Chairman of Active Innovation Group. Uh, I've been in the industry for close to 21 years now. Uh, fortunately, last 10 years plus, I've been working with, uh, with Active Innovation, uh, a team of uh, very successful and hardworking professionals in aviation asset management space. Uh, we're spread out worldwide, and uh, during this webinar, uh, some of our customers are vendor partners, and also some of our uh, team members have logged into this webinar to hear us. All right, let's let's move on to the to the next slide here, which is the overall purpose of this presentation. Uh, data management and fleet integration. To present a case study, we have picked up some live examples from uh, various uh, projects which Acumen has been a part of. And from there, what we have done is uh, we, have, we, have, we have taken that input on board to then create uh, uh, an example case study. We have changed details of customers. We have changed some other details uh, related to how, how the customers uh, see our uh, information so that the confidentiality of the customer data and confidentiality of projects is protected. But other than that, what you will see is a real scenario which has played out. And also what you will hear is learnings which we had from that scenario. Right. So to give you a little history of why Acumen uh, is having that experience and what qualifies Acumen uh, in this space to be able to do that uh, is because of our history and particularly in data management rather than going through everything which we do in asset management space. So in 2010, we started providing fleet data management support. We moved into uh, a full fleet data management services in 2011, just within a year of starting this business vertical of data management. And from there, we moved into, as of today, we are into 1,300 assets under data management. We have five full-time customers. We have numerous other customers using our data management and other ancillary services. So what do we define as data management in Acumen? What is data management for us? 
well part of that is related to uh, while while we are at it i just want to add that you may see a little delay on the slides loading on your screen and uh, what i'm speaking i think it's just technology what i'm going to try and do is slow down a little bit to make sure that what i'm talking and what is presenting on your screen is matching so you would have seen uh, a pop in for the next slide the title is what is acumen data management the first and foremost thing we have added there is records and metadata uh, technical commercial and legal data i want to just emphasize for acumen in aviation industry data management is not just data entry and technical records it goes beyond that it includes elements of commercial data uh, maintenance reserves recon uh, reconciliations data management related to aircraft uh, aircraft asset values and appraisals uh, uh, various maintenance reserves data related to engines landing gears and in a and apus in some cases as well as there is legal data which is managed by acumen team uh, acumen is not a legal expert we don't take responsibility for legal interpretation but we help customers uh, in loi draftings and we also help customers in managing legal data in certain cases uh, maintenance reserves claim management again a key area of our data management business our team is deployed at times when a fleet acquisition especially happens uh, to be called into support for mr reconciliations Uh, these take the form of checking various old data points uh, various mr accounts and making sure they are to the standard and they are reconciled true uh, because that becomes a key commercial exposure for the lessors when they are acquiring the fleet a key value driver as you all know in the industry is uh, llp back to birth review and management again catering mainly to engines and landing gears and that brings me to the last point on this slide which is our digital arm sparta which allows us to create uh, different solutions catering to software management as well as using rpa or what is known as robotic process automation where acumen has been able to uh, design and develop certain rpa solutions to remove uh, certain uh, connection points from the system uh, and the management of data and make it more seamless and faster this actually allows us to create better cost base for customers and also deliver services in a more efficient and faster manner which is what is really uh, expected today when you are managing big fleet sizes so i'm going to move on while we are on that directly to the actual case study You'll see that loading on your screens in a second. so the first and foremost item uh, to give you a background of this project is acumen's customer uh, in this case particularly the case study we have picked up one of our customers uh, had the opportunity to acquire a 300 plus asset base these were an interesting mix of wide bodies narrow bodies and regional jets and 
from there on let's see what the scope of this project was this basically entailed us to do review and identify gaps to implement solutions to allow the customer to input data clean up and upload data in the client's records and asset management systems and finally to look at reconciling uh, reconciling sorry uh, uh, maintenance of claims and provide a reconciliation on the accounts as i had mentioned in one of the previous slides this is a key commercial exposure item for lessors uh, so it is uh, something of great interest where we provide these services to customers as well when they are looking for a fleet acquisition that they want their commercial exposure to be minimized now in this particular project this is the next item the total time which was decided for this project was close to 6 months and uh, as happens in every project and we'll explain to the end of this presentation that the time got stretched obviously due to various challenges uh, total team size which was deployed was uh, 10 data analysts including a project manager with experience in managing fleet wide work the project was uh, at the planning stage it was planned in total five phases we looked at creating a test portfolio first our, our intent was to have the learnings of the project captured in the early phase to make sure that any issues which we are facing anywhere are then identified as far as possible as is the case with a project of this scale it is impossible to identify all the variables at an early stage so the goal was that as much we can reduce the unknowns by as much as possible capture the issues in hand and then use those practices during the deployment phase now one of the interesting bits here is which is not shown in this presentation is this whole post, whole project was conceptualized and launched within just a period of 3 months we were given a 3 month notice uh, the client had to obviously keep everything confidential and quiet while the process was ongoing and just 3 months before the due dates we were informed to put a team together put a planning uh, project together and to make sure that the whole uh, team hardware software requirements uh, project milestones are all de well defined in that period and post that a phase wise approach was decided uh, to create bare bones structures to create various contractual commercial technical data base readings which basically mean that the date of the acquisition of the fleet would actually define for the lesser client here the application commercial closing date so on the date which they have acquired the fleet from that day onwards the lease rentals and maintenance reserves belong to them so these base readings are a key factor in deciding commercial closing of the fleet deal and there was a post upload review which was planned which basically uh, is just a fancy way of saying that there was a quality assurance which was carried out or a quality control check beyond the live quality control there was a post project wash up and quality assurance work which was done 
and uh, there were various fixes which were deployed of issues which were noticed, which we will touch upon during this uh, webinar and the uh, remaining slides. Right. So what was the methodology? Let's see that. There were multiple batches uh, which were uh, planned with priorities assigned. These priorities are, are defined by the customer, but to give you an example of how these priorities can be decided. So if you're a lesser, for example, who's buying a fleet that big, you may have a choice of, you may want to want to for your own business reasons, define priorities basis of what is the portfolio which is coming up for sale, which part of the portfolio is coming up for a, a transition or a redelivery, which are the riskier assets. When I say risky assets means the assets which are with riskier operators, and which are potential for a reposition or an early termination of lease. Now, these variables can change priorities for your fleet. So all these areas were looked into when the priorities were defined because that would really assign uh, the workload to the team and make sure that the sequence is followed of placing the data in the asset management and the record system of the customer. One of the key elements uh, of our work in Acumen is since we are a services and a software digital firm, we tend we have the benefit of learning from uh, both sides. And one of the thing we like to use is Agile methodology. Uh, I'm sure many of you are already familiar with it. Agile allows us to then do course correction in a real-time basis. So a team of a project management team was put together between the customer and acumen. This project management team's job was to do a regular review of what was going on and to deploy or apply course corrections on a real-time basis that a certain base reading is not to the requirement which a customer standard wants because you know one of the biggest challenges which you have in a project like this is matching up the standards between the acquired fleet and the customer whom you're representing in this case because no two lessers so far as we have seen, uh, and this is not to say somebody's standard is not good enough, it is just that every lesser likes to follow their own protocols and their own so-called standards and procedures. And naturally when they're acquiring a fleet, they would like it to be brought up, proved up to the requirements of their own fleet. So from there on, that brings me to the next point of standardization. So imagine that you have two terabyte of data, no less, and you're then required to clean it up, find gaps in that data, and then bring it to a standard which is uh, catering to your lesser client's requirements so that it can be then inputted into the asset management and record system. And from there on, it can be then perused for ongoing utilization and ongoing invoicing to the various airlines which would be part of your fleet. Now, one of the elements which we tested during these phases when during these projects which we have carried out and which I spoke and touched upon earlier, and going forward, we are hoping that it will play a bigger role in the scheme of things, is automation. Now, RP has been around for many years. It's not a new concept. But so far in our industry, it has not been used big time. We are trying to change that. So one of the things we did during these projects was we were able to use elements of RPA and automation to reduce the manual inputs and to, and to bring in 
more efficiency and speed while maintaining the quality of the work. <clears throat> Let's look at what key challenges because that will define for us what kind of, yeah, I've given you one or two examples already in the previous slides, but I'll just touch upon what were the key challenges in a little more detail and try to explain how, how that can make life difficult and, and solving these challenges can really make a difference. So difference in standard of legal documents as I've explained, not, not only just technical, when you are trying to create a fleet in a lesser system from the ground up and doing a bare bone approach and you're trying to input all the key data points like purchase thirst, weights and various other items which are value drivers really for the lesser, the legal documentation standard plays a big role. Now surprisingly, maybe it is not surprising to some of you in this webinar, uh, but surprisingly, there is no one set legal standard so far. And we are aware that there are various initiatives in play where that is being changed, hopefully in future, but currently there is no such standard. And all the projects we have done, what we have noticed is that legal documentation, which define the terms and conditions of lease, which define the terms and conditions of lease rental collections, which is really where the money is, and that is how the lesser likes to manage their fleet. There's a difference in terms. Even the way flight hours and flight cycles are calculated, like very basic example is someone would like to place in their lease agreements flight hours and flight cycles on decimal points, and someone else would like to use actual hours and minutes. And this is, sounds like a very simple thing, but it can make a big difference when you're actually placing data into your asset management system or the record system. And it can make things difficult to manage uh, unless it is brought to the same standard. So that was a whole new element where we had to go into the data and make sure everything is brought into a standard which is similarly matching. A phase-wise approach is required for all this data for making sure that you have margins and time available in hand to revisit as often as you want to and to fix any standardization issues or any problems which you may have been unable to anticipate in the beginning and come across at a later date because a project of this nature can stretch in months. And one of the interesting technical challenge for a project like this is, how do you transfer two terabyte of data? So there is three ways it can be actually accomplished. And first, let me tell you how it was done in this case. Now, it's a separate debate why it was done in this case, but how it was done was that the acquired portfolio from the lessee uh, was already in a system of their own choice. And they agreed to open access to us and to our customer, whereby we were expected to then download all the data, clean it up, check for various issues, and then place the data back into our customer system. The challenge, however, is that many of these legacy systems out there don't allow you to do major bulk downloads to the and at the speed which you would like to do it. That really slowed us down. And there were so many challenges on internet connectivity on the server side of this system we were using. And we used actually more than one system of the customer's choice in this case. We, we feel that it would have been better had using that technology would have just gone the old fashioned way and put everything on a hard drive and given it to us. Or, or the solution is a better technology system out there, which allows you to do a bulk download and then upload. And now, now, mind you that the challenge was just not one way, it was two-way problem. The other problem was, 
how do you then place this data on the record system of customer's choice? Because that system was also a legacy system, and we were having pretty much the same problems. So to our frustration and our customer's frustration, one of the factors which extended this project was actually technology-driven, or lack of technology-driven is what I would like to say. Duplication of data. Again, plays into the standardization point. The data is not standardized enough, and there is same uh, document. For example, the same certificate may appear three times in a folder by different names. Just because the acquired fleet had not deployed standardization or did not have an efficient, I would say so far, a data management process in place. So that can really make or break how the fleet is really managed. And I think it can creep in many other inefficiencies and cause loss of revenue for the lesser eventually. Now I'm going to go into some of the highlights of this project. In spite of these challenges, how was it? How did it all come together and how did it actually play a role in uh, how efficient the project was or how efficient it was not in certain aspects? There were, there were rolling deadlines throughout the project. These were adjusted because of the requirement of discovery of data which was going on over two terabyte. It was just not possible that the whole data will be reviewed in advance and then it will be placed in the system. While uh, practically speaking, while, while actually doing it, yes, if one has the time and luxury, it can be done. But when you are a lesser who is acquiring a fleet like this, you have a running business and you want to get things going, you want to start putting your fleet up for sale, you have to go with with a general understanding first on a sampling basis of what you're getting into. And then you get into the data mode where you start reviewing the data, face challenges and fix them. And that's exactly what happened here. However, there was a very active project management process put in place from the client side as well as from Acuum side, which ensured that the queries were resolved very promptly. A proactive monitoring was put in place. Uh, this is again playing into the agile methodology, which I had uh, touched upon briefly earlier. There were multiple course corrections accommodated. These were mainly driven by standardization issues. I can give you another example that in, in a, a what you will notice is that there are some lessers who like to monitor weight by pounds and kg both. Some would just choose pounds and some would just choose kgs. And this makes a difference. Believe it or not, this can make a big difference in the scheme of things as to how data is finally presented by the lesser in their asset management system. And these, are, these sound like small things, but when you talk about 300 plus assets, you talk about terabytes of data and that information affecting multiple other data points, it can it can create a problem if it is not properly handled. There was continual uh, com communication established between the two teams and multiple other vendors were involved to get feedback as well as the acquiry party was part of this communication because there was a requirement of understanding some of the fleet standards and data standards which they were maintaining or maybe on a lighter note not maintaining, you know. A strong connect between the asset management and the cost stream is required. The When you work with a team of data analysts like this, they are very focused. So as some of you would be knowing, it is like driving a truck. And you are, you are focused on your road, you're driving the truck, and suddenly you have somebody coming in front of you. It's very difficult to apply brakes and change directions. But that is what happens in a project like this. 
and you're working on a on a on a on, on data of two terabyte size and trying to integrate this, you come across different curveballs. You come across different challenges. You come across engine issues, uh, thrust rating issues, and that's where the data analyst team in Acumen is very well supported by a team of professionals we have built around. We have engine experts in team. We have valuation experts who could give inputs and then guide this team in the right direction, along with the customer guidance, of course, how to how to capture such issues properly when doing this project. Now, what were our deviations in spite of putting all the best uh, practices in place, we feel, we still had situations which were beyond our control. There were certain deviations. Now, these deviations are not in the quality of the work. These are deviations which were applied mutually by the customer and acumen because it was realized that the data which has been presented to us, some of the data points are in just in no form to be inputted into the asset management system without compromises. For example, the way our customer uh, did maintenance planning and the way the acquired fleet maintenance planning was tracked was different. One was OAMP-based, uh, one was strictly MPD-based. Now, they, they are not one and same. Uh, for those of you who know maintenance planning well, they are not one and same, and that creates a problem then. How, how do you apply maintenance planning uh, oversight because that can then, then affect your maintenance reserves? Thrust-related issues delivery and re-delivery time. There were different purchase thrusts which were utilized in the system. How do these uh, thrust, uh, how, how are these thrust ratings interpreted? Because time to time when you have to sell an engine, especially when you're selling the engine. Now, I'm, I'm not an engine expert, but uh, what I understand is that the CFM engine, for example, may have a totally different requirement when it comes to purchase thrust and RR engine and so on. And, and these requirements, these are, these are commercial exposure items for lessers, and they need to be very carefully monitored. Weights, again, the weights has an impact on the resale value of the fleet. And different kind of incident tracking. What one lesser would like to track as an incident or accident is not necessarily what the other lessers would like to track. So this is, again, definition of that, whether it is to IATA standards, or whether lesser has its own requirements to, to track that uh, come into play. Aircraft registration, dealer certificates related information, and configuration of the asset. This is again operator driven to a large extent, but also a, subje also a subject of what policies are in place by the lesser. Do they accept EMA parts in certain cases? Do they want to have a dealer certificate in place? Some of the lessers and some countries, some jurisdictions don't have that requirement. Base readings. Again, in one of the previous slides I had mentioned that base readings come into play when it comes to the assets value. And the assets uh, further commercial closing depends on those actual base readings on the acquisition dates. Some cases, these dates were not clear and deviations were granted. What do we see as the solution? How do we how do we think? Maybe solution is a big word, but how how do we think? In the next slide, I'm just trying to address what do we see as the way forward? What good practices can we pick up? What are the two three key pointers here which can help us to do an even better job in the future? Well, we think that a more thorough design based approach, which 
basically the project needs to be planned from the ground up keeping the various scenarios in mind but not only that the overall data management practice needs to have a worldwide standard in place till that doesn't happen i think a more planned and a design up approach where we know that what exactly is being inputted and how it relates to your data point maybe that kind of mapping is required <clears throat> a central planning and control mechanism needs to be in place while we ha- while we had that to a certain extent we also feel that uh, it would have been very helpful to have a more robust even more robust mechanism in place of that because at times what we noticed was happening was due to the nature of the business of our customer there were people who were moving hands there were key people who were moving in positions and we were noticing that there was improvement required in certain protocols and standards which could have been deployed so a central control mechanism or a central control system would have helped us to avoid these problems and finally my favorite point about technology we feel that a lot of the work we do while some of it requires human intervention and analysis some of this work can be automated to a large extent by using the available technology and that can compress the timeline that can also compress the the that can reduce the challenges which we are facing in in deploying uh, uh, such solutions for customers so keeping that integrated to the whole approach will go a long way that's it it's a small webinar to the subject uh, we will be sending a link to all of you uh, also for those of who uh, uh, all all of you who have registered for this event will be getting a link uh, what we will also request you is that you will see a poll questionnaire now right after this with just two questions to answer we we'll really appreciate if you can take just 30 seconds of your time and give us your inputs and if you have any questions to ask us if you can put it on the chat screen i can quickly step in and answer those questions now all right thank you everyone we're going to wrap up this webinar thank you for attending and giving us your valuable time we look forward to hearing back if anybody has any feedback post the session also thank you and have a good day ahead thank you